Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Johnson, Acting Director of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, versus Artega Martinez. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit, argued January 11th, 2022, and decided June 13th, 2022. If you'd like to support the podcast, find the PayPal link in the show notes. Respondent Antonio Ortega Martinez is a citizen of Mexico who was removed in July of 2012 and then re-entered the United States in September of 2012. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, issued a warrant for Ortega Martinez's arrest in 2018. ICE reinstated Ortega Martinez's early, re, earlier removal order and detained him pursuant to its authority under the Immigration and Nationality Act, C8 USC Section 1231A. Ortega Martinez applied for withholding of removal under Section 1231B3, as well as relief under regulations implementing the Convention Against Torture, based on his fear that he would be persecuted or tortured if he returned to Mexico. An asylum officer determined he had established a reasonable fear of persecution or torture, and the Department of Homeland Security referred him for withholding-only proceedings before an immigration judge. After being detained for four months, Ortega Martinez filed a petition for a writ of habeas corpus in district court challenging, on both statutory and constitutional grounds, his continued detention without a bond hearing. The government conceded that Ortega Martinez would be entitled to a bond hearing after six months of detention based on circuit precedent holding that a non-citizen facing prolonged detention under Section 1231A6 is entitled by statute to a bond hearing before an immigration judge and must be released unless the government establishes by clear and convincing evidence that the non-citizen poses a risk of flight or a danger to the community. The district court granted relief on Ortega Martinez's statutory claim and ordered the government to provide Ortega Martinez a bond hearing. The Third Circuit summarily affirmed. At the bond hearing, the immigration judge considered Ortega Martinez's flight risk and dangerousness and ultimately authorized his release pending resolution of his application for withholding of removal. The uh, Supreme Court held the decision below is reversed and remanded, and Justice Sotomayor delivered the opinion. Section 1231A6 does not require the government to provide non-citizens detained for six months with bond hearings in which the government bears the burden of proving by clear and convincing evidence that a non-citizen poses a flight risk or a danger to the community. Section 1231A6 cannot be read to require the hearing procedures imposed below. After the entry of a final order of removal against a non-citizen, the government generally must secure the non-citizen's removal during a 90-day removal period, during which the government shall detain the non-citizen. Shall being in parentheses, and that's 8 U.S.C. sections 1231A, 1, and 2, Beyond the removal period, Section 1231A6 defines four categories of non-citizens who may be detained and, if released, shall be subject to certain terms of supervision. There is no plausible construction of the text of 1231A6 that requires the government to provide bond hearings with the procedures mandated by the Third Circuit. The statute says nothing about the bond hearings before immigration judges or burdens of proof, 
nor does it provide any other indication that such such procedures are required. Faithfully applying precedent, the court cannot discern the bond hearing procedures required below from Section 1231A6's text. Ortega Martinez argues that Section 1231A6's references to flight risk, dangerousness, and terms of supervision support the relief ordered below. Similarly, respondents in the companion case, see Garland v. Gonzalez, analogize the text of Section 1231A6 to that of 8 U.S.C. Section 1226A, noting that non-citizens detained under 1226A have long received bond hearings at the outset of detention. Assuming without deciding that an express statutory reference to bond, as in 1226A, might be read to require an initial bond hearing, Section 1231A6 contains no such reference, and 1231A6's oblique reference to terms of supervision does not suffice. The parties agree that the government possesses discretion to provide bond hearings under Section 1231A6 or otherwise, but this court cannot say that the statute requires them. Finally, Artega Martinez argues that Zedvedias v. Davis, which identified ambiguity in Section 1231A6's permissive language, supports a view that Section 1231A6 implicitly incorporates the specific bond hearing requirement and procedures imposed by the Court of Appeals. In Zadvideus, this court construed Section 1231A6 in light of the Constitution's demands and determined that Section 1231A6 does not permit indefinite detention, but instead limits an alien's post-removal period detention to a period reasonably necessary to bring about that alien's removal from the United States. The bond hearing requirements articulated by the Third Circuit, however, reach substantially beyond the limit on detention authority Zadvideus recognized. Zadvideus does not require, and Jennings v. Rodriguez does not permit, the Third Circuit's application of the canon of constitutional avoidance. Constitutional challenges to prolonged detention under Section 1231A6 were not addressed below, in part because those courts read Section 1231A6 to require a bond hearing. Ortega Martinez's alternative theory that he is presumptively entitled to release under Zadvideus also was not addressed below. The court leaves these arguments for the lower courts to consider in the first instance. See Cutter v. Wilkinson. The decision below is reversed and remanded. Justice Sotomayor delivered the opinion of the court, in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Thomas, Alito, Kagan, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett joined. Justice Thomas filed a concurring opinion, in which Justice Gorsuch joined, as to Part 1. Justice Breyer filed an opinion concurring in part and dissenting in part. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I can be reached at roadsculler80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and the number 80. Or you can uh, support the podcast by finding the PayPal link in the show notes.